Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let Them Do. Yes, hello. The podcast between myself, Zach, and my friend Peter. Yes, um, that's me. Uh, so today, we are we haven't done much research on this one. Uh, we're just going to kind of rant about something that we're both pretty uh, passionate about, which is standard of living. Um, so Zach did a bit of research on on what the actual definition of it is, and then we'll just kind of go on what we think about it after. Yeah, so when you when you Google standard of living, you're going to find a whole bunch of information on a whole bunch of different graphs or charts or whatever these metrics and numbers might be, but basically people are trying to give a number as to the quality of what your life is based on different things. And so usually, I'll use the human growth index or the human development index I think is what it's called and that's the UN standard and so that measures things from your GDP or your GNI of the nation to safety environment health education like all these different factors some of them that measure quality of life have lots some have very few basically the idea is it's a numerical score as to literally what the quality of your life is based on factors they tried to make a score for it and so that is, as Pete mentioned, that's kind of the literal definition of what it is. But what we're talking today is is not so much on or about the numbers, is it? Yeah, uh, I just want to talk about because um, I, I think a lot of people who, who might doubt a venture such as this would say, well, how are you going to heat your home or how are you going to um, heat up your food because you aren't going to have a microwave or how are you going to check the news because you aren't going to have a TV, stuff like this. Um, and yeah, I just want to address how that's not really an important thing for us. Um, and even past that, uh, the, those things are especially fancy, but even something like the comfiness of your chair or even the durability of your chair. Um, what got me thinking about this topic in the first place was I took a squat in a chair that Zach built recently out of some metal poles and some old jeans that he sewed together. And... It's not as good as a, a chair I could buy at Walmart or Ikea, for sure, but, I, I mean, it, it let me sit down. <laughs> it got its job done. Um, so just thinking about things like that, how we, how we would actually be able to function on our own, um, and how kind of lowering the standards that we have about our own life would help us do that. Mm-hmm. And so do you have anything in mind that you would like to start with? Any particular points or chairs that you want to begin with? Um, yeah, I, I guess like what ties in with this is the, the type of people that we would be recruiting to, to come out here with us. Um, we're, we're going to need some craftsmen, but uh, I guess it's important to talk about if the, the craftsmen we have are really specialized in making really good chairs, uh, specifically, or if we want someone who's just kind of a jack of all trades and makes some half decent chairs and also some half decent uh, whatever else is tables that's kind of really related but um some half decent clothes as well something like that mm -hmm. yeah and so basically you're saying it's better to have oh i guess more i'm gonna actually i'm gonna change the gears and i'm gonna and i'm gonna draw away from the quality of the actual item itself and look more towards what you're getting out of um, like you said, my chair, it's not the greatest and it, uh, for many reasons, I'm not going to go into it, but 
like you said, it lets you sit and it gets the job done. So if we built a whole bunch of those, we'd at least be able to sit, which sitting in a chair versus not sitting in a chair is a bigger jump than sitting in a shitty chair sitting in a really fancy chair, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we had a bit of a discussion going before about just the um, the excess that comes along with a lot of things with with this. And so I guess having those carpenter people, right, would allow us to tailor exactly what we need, but would hopefully avoid that excess. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I guess another important question is if we even need chairs at all. Uh, it depends on the climate we're in. Like, if we're way up north somewhere and it's freezing cold, it'd be better to be a bit off the ground rather than sit sit in some freezing uh, igloo on the ground as well. Mm-hmm. Um but if we're somewhere kind of tropical, do we need chairs at all, or are we just gonna are we gonna be fine sitting on the ground? Like we we should have some type of benchmark of like this is the standard of living that we're shooting for, so we know what how to define excess in mm-hmm. the first place. Yeah, and and like you'd mentioned at the top, um, people think, oh, how are you gonna get the news without a TV? And one thing we talked about was the idea that. One TV, you have it, you can get your news, but a lot of people have four or five in a household and can't ever be using all five of them at once. Oh, you'd be surprised. (laughs) Well, you probably could, but effectively in actually getting your value, if you're looking, if we're trying to create a value metric, Mm -hmm. um, you wouldn't really be getting your value out of five TVs versus one. So it's, um, what is that? The utility, like the marginal utility chart, right? And I guess what you're saying is we would be trying to optimize that for mm-hmm. everything as best we can. Yeah. If we don't need the chairs, it's nice, but we don't need it. So we can focus those resources, the time, the materials elsewhere mm-hmm. on, say, if it's the tropics. I want a fucking hammock. Yeah. So no chairs, but everybody gets a hammock. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess the important consideration is uh, ties in with what we were talking about at the start, uh, which is we don't need chairs if we're all healthy, happy, sitting around a campfire um but what what kind of items are we going to need when it comes to education when it comes to health to ensure that we have those those uh things covered effectively Mm -hmm. because those if i recall correctly health and education are both scores in the in the human development index and chairs are not (laughs) (laughs) and so and so the the debate the argument like that's but that's just it right people are so focused on the nice couch furniture and the the chair they have or the whatever and yet they're it doesn't really actually make a difference towards their total quality of life whereas the education that they could be investing in or funding or even just putting more effort into or the health care system and their own personal health that make a difference kind of get left behind mm-hmm. and so overall shifting from just talking whether to have a chair or not a chair the overall focus would be on things that are just of higher priority generally, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I guess this health and education as broad topics in our society would have to be different episodes, so we'll we'll cover that later. Um, but my kind, of, my thoughts on it right now is just, you know, we can have some band aids and some uh, some simple healthcare first aid type things. Some people who know CPR. Uh, a couple things like that but if someone develops a brain tumor we aren't going to have top level professionals living in our society here uh 
so so stuff like that since we do have the luxury of ha- of having our community within the broader context of a global community mm-hmm. um that person could just go to a real hospital still yeah um and uh just just to defend uh one of my ideologies if everyone lived in tribal societies such as this we could still have hospitals that are kind of communal say like 30 tribes in this in the surrounding area and mm-hmm. kind of one central thing that you go to if you need something like that uh oh how's about a regional hospital <laughs> for an idea there <laughs> yeah i think that might work <laughs> uh yeah and so and like you said that is an important thing to note is that this will be integrated into a larger system. We're not starting a brand new country. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to be completely left out to dry. We will be embedded within a system that is already, at least to an extent, going to be able to provide certain things for us. Mm-hmm. I doubt we're going to be completely independent. And so whether that's taxes that we're paying and still getting access to infrastructure, whatever it is, right? Hopefully nobody gets a brain tumor, but if they do, hopefully we'll be able to get a hospital for them. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess then shifting away from the chairs and the needs, uh, uh, like health and stuff like that, what do you see as the biggest issue from a personal standpoint? Um, the idea that like we currently have a standard of living that we have for ourselves and to drop that, like, do you think this would be a major drop in the standard of living? Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think I'm the proper person to be asking that question. Um, well, I, I am and I'm not because uh, I've, I've kind of already gone through that process myself, throwing out a lot of, of my life conveniences that I have accumulated, uh, but I, I still have a bed. I, I still have a refrigerator, um, but I, I have already kind of taken the first step mentally to be able to let go of things. Mm-hmm. So I, I've let go of things like video game systems and... Um, pool tables things like that that are extra amenities um and and i think just kind of the mental power i've i've developed through that process of being able to let go of things uh would help me when i do need to let go of things like a refrigerator right um but i agree that that not everyone is going to be able to make that jump as effectively um and and if everyone's experiencing a shit ton of culture shock and, and doesn't really know what to do with themselves, that's not going to make for a very good um, first first peoples as we're trying to build up our our town to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it would be a wise decision to before we actually do the the big move uh, where we start our community to just have everyone go on a big camping trip for for a bit first and experience what it would be like and they can kind of judge from there is this something that we're gonna be comfortable with long term mm-hmm. yeah and that the whole idea of of that shift because you and i you definitely a lot more and just a lot quicker than i have been shifting towards minimalism in our everyday life and so we still have a bed and a fridge and stuff like that and i still have a whole lot of other crap as well but the idea is that we're cutting down to the just what we need and not a lot of what we want or extra that just kind of sits around. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm curious. I was writing my notes and stuff like that. I with the idea of the standard or the quality of living or the standard of living that we have currently. If this, if my life was the example of the average standard of living, do you think it's if we were to move into our society and say two months in, we've got 
based like we're still alive basically in two months and blah 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 and we've got everything figured out do you think the quality of living will be lower or do you think it's just that people's expectation of living that they have is way higher um i i would say quality and standard are kind of two different things in the way that i learned about them anyways uh and quality of life for me has much more to do with internal fulfillment satisfaction um pre-proposing supposing that uh your basic needs are met you have enough food and all that mm-hmm. um and i think from that perspective we would um create more opportunity for people to feel fulfilled and feel comfortable with themselves right uh so i think in that sense quality of life would go up uh i'm not sure if that's exactly what you're asking though kind of but not really I do like the answer because it is true. One of the things that you and I have both noticed is that when you cut shit out, when you cut material objects out or focus on them less, you do leave more time for everything else. That personal cultivation or pursuing interests in you. I definitely find myself a lot more satisfied when I'm not cleaning things. Mm -hmm. So that's a good start. What I was referring to more is, I guess... The, you have the aver- the idea of what the, the nuclear household should look like. It has all of these different rooms with all of these different things in it. And do you think those are the predicates to the quality of living? Or can you cut out a lot of those things and still have the same quality of living as far as having your needs met with less things? But it's just that people's expectation of living what they have framed in their own mind is where the issue is. They mm-hmm. think they require 10 when they only need five. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it varies from person to person and amenity to amenity. So I think stuff like uh, the health the value that you get from your food is going to go up. Um, Cause when you, you have a bunch of cupboards and you have um, all, all the fancy cooking mechanisms that you have like i know people with deep fryers in their house Mm -hmm. that type of thing um it kind of just lends itself to being able to eat crap and also when you have a ton of shelves you can store goldfish and stuff (laughs) like that which are not to knock goldfish specifically but they're fucking cardboard (laughs) uh there's no nutritional value in them so when when you those things would be automatically cut out and it would leave more room for fresh grown vegetables um and less livestock like cows which also have their own health issues with antibiotics and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um so in that sense some some things about quality of life would be able to go up uh for sure but then in in other senses that's when it would become really subjective about i mean i don't get much value out of a tv in my life um but I'm not here to claim that everyone on earth would actually have a more valuable quality life Mm -hmm. without their TV. Some some people do really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, it's kind of just a personal thing. Right. I don't think there's a general rule. Gotcha. What about you? Um, I think, I think you've hit the, hit the right thing. Everybody's going to kind of have their, their, own per well they're their own personality right and they're going to have their own interests and hobbies and and wants and needs and those wants and needs are going to vary person to person and so for me i sure as shit need a fridge i don't know for sure if i could go without a tv i think i could i might miss it i like to game and things like that but i don't know for sure until i try it but uh 
I do I I would agree that I think cutting down to just the base necessities and then building back up is the way to go as opposed to trying to just cut down and then you're never really sure mm-hmm. until you cuz you've never not had something right? Yeah. You don't know until you don't have something how much you truly value that something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm. Um so internet uh as a general concept has actually been uh, classified as a basic need by some people. Um, and, you know, uh, I was reading about this because um, they classified it as this, and then they were talking about kind of the, the ethics of being able to provide that for a bunch of people in Africa who don't even have their other basic needs met yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they get Wi-Fi before they get fresh water, that's <laughs> uh, kind of messed up. But... Um, I, I do agree that that internet is one of those things that really can improve the the quality of your life um, if it's used properly. But I don't want to be like a nation that that limits their users' internet access because mm. um, that's really tyrannical and really messed up. But if we have internet in our, our society, I want people to be able to use the internet for stuff like WikiHow. How do you build a chair? <laughs> we, we came full circle. Because um, that would be really valuable. But if people are streaming Netflix and browsing Reddit and doing all those things, which uh, I would argue, e- even though they are really satisfying creature comforts, aren't going to be beneficial to our society long term um how how are we going to approach that okay so i'm i think i think i have two maybe three points to make Mm -hmm. um it is definitely if the if we're looking at like haslow's hierarchy maslow's hierarchy (laughs) got it spoonerism got it uh (laughs) if we're looking at that i think wi-fi is maybe second or third tier Mm -hmm. It, it, it is definitely something we should and in our our case for research purposes and stuff like that, yes, definitely a benefit. The second point I would like to make is that I don't think your take on the Netflix thing is very fair because if you're going to give them a TV because that's what they like, then you should also give them Netflix because that's what they like, whether or not it's beneficial long-term. Because I would argue if that's if you're taking that stance on Netflix, I'm going to take that stance on TVs wholesale uh, and just say long-term, it's probably not beneficial to our society. I didn't realize we had reached a conclusion about TVs. No, I know, but I'm just making that general mm-hmm. statement. that That's it, the idea that if you're going to limit it at all, you, you might as well limit it all the way, mm-hmm. right? Because any infringement would be too much if that's what you're going for, so... Uh, so I guess this comes to the same place that a lot of our discussions come to, which is this isn't really something that us two can tackle on our own. No. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but one, once we do have our group of people together, that that's definitely a decision that we can make collectively and say, okay, I know we all want Netflix and Reddit and TVs. Mm-hmm. Do we think that's actually a good thing? And then if we spend long enough talking about that um it could hopefully come to a place where it's not like oh the government took away my tv i'm pissed off at them <laughs> it's like no i'm i'm part of the decision making committee that took away my tv and i did it because i truly believe that it is a valuable thing for myself and for others yeah yeah and and whatever it looks like i have i think in the last 30 seconds i had four different ideas come through my head as to ways we could part out or come to compromise with TVs. And so that alone is an indicator that there's a, mm-hmm. a 
probably an infinite number of solutions we could arrive at. Mm-hmm. And so that, as far as a, as a sticking point, we could probably move on from that. If we have anything more focused on what we were referring to earlier, as far as the actual quality of life or um, the standard of living, right, I think was the main focus. And I think the big overarching idea that we maybe haven't explicitly gotten to, but have been trying to drive home is that we live a pretty cozy and cushy life Mm -hmm. generally. Right. And I think part of the idea with this wholesale, this, this community would be to push away those quality, those extra comforts, right. Mm -hmm. And get back to basics in an effort to not only improve ourselves, but also improve one another as a whole. Right. I think Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, another thing I want to touch on is because um, cause some of these things are quite valuable to have. Uh, I'll specifically use the example of a car. Um, a, a vehicle will be really nice. Someone gets a brain tumor. Okay, we can drive them into the city real quick. You don't need to oh, rickshaw them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think a really important consideration in cars and in TVs and fridges and all this stuff is whether that it's private property or not Mm. um because i I think when a lot of the excess comes in isn't the fact that automobiles exist in general it's that if someone gets a tiny scrape on their bumper they are immediately freaking out about how how their car Mm -hmm. specifically their car has lost some of its quality um and, and that's when it becomes over the top so um for examples of tv oh my tv is too small i need a bigger tv um stuff like that whereas if there is none of that type of private property if we just have a few collective group vehicles Mm -hmm. then if a scratch gets on one of our trucks no no one's gonna take that as a personal hit to their possessions yeah we'll berate timmy for bumping somebody (laughs) and scratching the vehicle but that's as far as it'll go Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i see where you're going with this i like it um so yeah I, I think uh, since we haven't really delved into wh- how we're going to approach pr- the concept of private property, uh, we can't talk that much further on that, but mm-hmm. that's definitely a valuable consideration. Yeah, and that is a good point too, is the idea that, uh, well, I can't remember exactly how the old wives phrase or whatever it is, not a wives tale, but um, it's something like if you have, if you need something three times, you should buy it right if you need a tool three times you should buy it um and so the nice thing would be regardless of private property or other or otherwise would be that if we have a collective pool of all of those things that are considered extra um like if we have just like a room and it's got four or five tvs hanging out and you can go grab one when you want to watch a movie and then you take the tv back when you're done with it or whatever things like that can avoid or at least find that middle ground a balance between having those wants met without sacrificing the materials or the time and the resources to fulfill the needs right Mm -hmm. yeah especially with a large enough community yeah that's interesting Uh, it it sounds really good in an idealistic sense to have shared tvs that you can borrow Mm -hmm. Uh, but i'm curious long term if it would get to a point where there's a hundred of us and we have five tvs (laughs) and someone's like oh the tvs are always taken when i want to watch something we need more tvs so we mm-hmm. buy five more tvs now we have 10 yeah and then a bit later someone's like oh the tvs are still all gone when i want one yeah all of a sudden we have almost a tv per person 
and then even though no one owns them quotes right everybody uh, owns a tv mm-hmm. yeah um so th- that'd be a weird thing to try and limit and like where do you draw the line like okay no more tvs but then yeah and then the flip side of that would be to have five tvs and they're in a room that you can go and use and you can only use it in that room but then you run into the same issue of mm-hmm. all the tv rooms are busy it's like well no sleeping in the tv room so you can't <laughs> hold on to it <laughs> something i don't know but yeah yeah uh and then like the obvious solution to that would just be um instead of buying more tvs being able to limit the amount of time per day um so five tvs could be distributed properly everyone only gets 40 minutes or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um but then uh, and if we as a group impose that rule on ourselves, then that's a really valuable thing but if that's kind of like one person's idea that gets imposed on everyone else then all of a sudden we're treating our citizens like children who get reduced screen time yeah (laughs) and and that's not ideal no no but i think what is safe to say overall is that the quality of living or the standard of living will go down Mm -hmm. comparatively but i don't think the quality of life will suffer for it Mm -hmm. yeah um any closing thoughts not really no no i think we did a pretty good job we definitely left a few threads we can pull on later yeah and uh yeah, if anybody, if any of you listeners have any thoughts, comments, or concerns on anything we've said up to this point, um, or have feedback you would like us to touch on at a later point, feel free to let us know. Uh, as always, please. Yeah, please do. Feedback is much appreciated. This is as much a recruitment as it is something to do. Yeah. Uh, my dad has personally sent me uh, something like six pretty pretty hefty articles or, or papers or whatever it is. Uh, that I've been sifting through for ideas, and it's really valuable. So I know if we do have other listeners, you probably have some other resources, and I want them. Yes. (laughs) At any rate, thank you very much, Peter. Thank you, Zach. And we'll talk to you later.